Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the Lodge Cast Experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the LodgeCast Hotline. Brother Bishki here to tell you some of the hot upcoming movies we're going to be reviewing. If you see any of these movies and you have opinions about them, then please leave a voicemail at the phone number 1-877-565-1466, where you can call in your brief movie review and possibly be included in an episode. Don't forget to give us your bone count. Here are some of the hottest upcoming movies the LodgeCast will be reviewing. The Woman in the Window, rated R. Nobody, starring Bob Odenkirk, rated R. Spiral, rated R. Once again, that LodgeCast hotline number is 1-877-565-1466. Call toll-free today. Love and light. to a very emotional, very beautiful, very soul-completing edition of the LodgeCast. We are back in Burbank in person, people. In the edge. I'm your LodgeMaster. With me as always, and now right next to me in the flesh is Brother Bishke. Back in the saddle. Oh, he touched me with his elbow. Brother Lucas is in the back seat. We're back! (laughs) (laughs) And with us tonight, completing the circuit from being the last guest we had on in person for that infamous The Way Back episode. Way back. We got Brother Anthony with us. I'm back from the way back. 13 months later. Here we go. And fan favorite, listener favorite, video game expert, we got Brother Justin in the edge. Friendship. Friendship. Oh, so much friendship. Hopefully no fatalities tonight. The movie is Mortal Kombat. I thought it was Mortal Thoughts. It's true. It's true. We're seeing Mortal Kombat tonight. 2021 version. Test your might. What is our history with the Mortal Kombat video game franchise, movie franchise? It's 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 open season. What's going on, guys? Next to nothing for me. This will be my first Mortal Kombat. Pretty much anything. You know, Andy, wow, I was hoping wow. that was the control nice. subject. I really am. I was nice. hoping that was the You course. are a virgin. I'm more of a double dragon man myself, so... <laughs> Understandable. You know. Played on Sega Genesis as a teen. Uh, ABACABB is the blood code. I remember that. And today I hit an urban dictionary. Mm. ABACABB spells Abacab, which is an album by Genesis. It's all connected. Sega Genesis, 
That's why they named it that. I love it so much. Wait, I love Phil that. Collins Genesis? Phil yes. Collins Genesis, yeah. I remember being so in love with the video game Mortal Kombat that the day that it came out and was able to be rented, I had it reserved at Mr. Movies. <laughs> I spent the full day in school just obsessing over, like almost sexually. Yeah. <laughs> and when I got home, it was waiting for me. My mom had gone and picked it up. And I played the shit out of it, and I went to bed. And before I went to sleep, this sounds like a David Cronenberg pitch. By I the way. looked at the <laughs> I looked at the ceiling, and I thought to myself, "I am so lucky to live in a world where I can rent Mortal Kombat." Aww. And then I went to sleep. That is such I, a I, golden, like tech, Technicolor mo- it moment. It is beautiful. That oh is my poetry. god, poetry! That is actually, and I remember poetry. it clear as day. Wow, this was yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was. Now, Justin, you went deep in the Mortal Kombat franchise, didn't you? I went pretty deep. I played the shit out of the first three. I pre-ordered Mortal Kombat 2 for the SNES, and there was a tornado warning. Mm. And I just walked to Funko Land to get it anyway. I was drenched. (laughs) You have to. You have to. I got there, and the it was like the rain was sideways. The sky was green. <laughs> and the guy looked at me behind the counter. He's like, why did you still come here? And I'm like, Mortal Kombat 2. Mortal Kombat. And he's like, well, I'm going to have to call your mom to verify <laughs> that you can buy this because it's really violent. I'm like, I know, I know why I'm here. <laughs> and he got my mom on the phone, and he could barely hear her because oh. the like phone lines were screwed up since the tornado and all he hears all she hears is like we have your son yeah and he just <laughs> he kept like trying to like get her to consent and he just gave up he's like yeah just just, just go take it <laughs> and i just ran home like in sideways oh, rain man and that's like a david it. lynch movie you just pitched that, that's gonna be like a total like misunderstanding yeah so what but, yeah I, I dropped off after it went 3d because they're it was awful for a long time. Sure. And now and it's it kind of back. Right? There's it's like back. 10 sequels to the nine, original. 9, 10, and 11 are good. Okay. And, the, and it's all a continuous story mythology, right? That builds oh, upon it's, itself. It's a, it's a soap opera. At it's this like point. George Lucas level <laughs> fantasy, DJ Earl Tolkien, except with like fatalities. Man, no, it's more like in the 90s. It's yeah, more, it's more you days doing? of our lives uh, than anything. I, I looked up the Wikipedia. There's also babalities where yes. you turn your opponent into a bibe. Yep, it's and, true. And there's what? also friendship moves where instead of killing them at the end, you give them like a signed headshot that's like, sincerely, Johnny Cage. That's right. absolutely correct. Mm-hmm. Wow. I can checks out so what is our history with the movie i know i reviewed it for my school paper and i was not kind to it but in the decades since people apparently love it or at least look look I very can, fondly upon i it. can vouch for that because i was one of those children of 95 where the original movie came out i had like a pretty steady diet of like scorsese and spielberg or other filmmakers so when i saw Mortal Kombat. Then I dismissed it and thought it was lame and dumb and didn't really appreciate it for what it was, which is like a silly B picture. Yeah. And I watched it last night, post 2020 adult. This is a fresh hot take. On my couch, like vaping and drinking and eating these spicy rolled tortilla chips from Trader Joe's mm-hmm. and loving life. Just just like you like ordering the game that night. Yes. I was like way older. <laughs> and and as it started, I was like, and it just starts with that scream, yes. and like yeah. the techno. And it made me giggle in a good way where I was like, oh man, this is kind of funny. And then as I'm watching it, I'm laughing in a good way whether they intended for me to or not sure. at just like how amazing, even like the cheesy CG and the bad makeup and the bad acting. Cause there's like no stars in it. Right. 
but it just moves at a steady clip. And I fucking loved it. I mean, it's wow. two bones. Yeah. Two I bones. fucking loved it. Yeah. I loved it. it. In your in your woof rut current situation, two bones is like and all may I, as well be honestly, four bones. and all I kept thinking as I watched it was I wish I had a 10-year-old son right now. And he was like watching it with me for the first time. Well, it's funny like, you say that right outside. <laughs> we got a 10-year-old son. Bring him in. Bring him in. <laughs> no, it would make a great midnight movie. I saw it a couple years ago. And that, that that opening when it's on yes. new, new Line Cinema, it's just uh, Mortal Kombat. You can't Mortal Like, can you imagine the crowd? Like, the audience like, yeah. just has to lose their mind yeah. in the theater. The original Mortal Kombat has some of the craziest, like, alternate universe casting imaginable. <laughs> Because a lot of people that were almost in it were Van Damme, oh. yeah. mm-hmm. Jean Claude, Johnny Cage, yeah, Brandon Lee, and oh. Cameron Diaz. Oh man, oh, I would have wow. died. Cameron Diaz was that. cast and got hurt. Oh, Otherwise, she would have been shackled to that film forever. Ooh. Oh man. Well, Van Damme couldn't do it, obviously, because his allegiances lay with the Street Fighter. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. So which, DCU, which was miscast. I never bought him as Guile. Something no. tells me money talked on that one, and that's that's what swayed his allegiance. <laughs> Anyone yeah. see Mortal Kombat Annihilation? Ooh, no. That one's Ooh. rough. I also yeah. actually have a tangential relation to the Warner Brothers uh, web series that Casper Van Dien, I think, had a small whoa. part. Whoa, whoa. And I went to a, like a premiere, like web premiere party whoa. on Hollywood Boulevard. What? And he YouTube. was wearing sunglasses in night, like Jack Nicholson. Of course. You know? That's and, classic CBD. Um, <laughs> they couldn't get JCBD, <laughs> so they got CBD. But I don't remember. I unfortunately can't remember the episode itself. I don't remember what the production value well, there was, was. You were or, so bedazzled and beguiled by everything else going on around you. How could you pay attention to the content? Yeah. I remember yeah. thinking the web series was pretty fucking good, but it was when... Oh, nice. If you had production value with your web series, it blew people away because sure. the pros, quote unquote, weren't making content for the internet yet. Right. So that was like a new frontier. Those are heady times. But hot take, Mortal Kombat 1995 remains. We'll see what happens tonight. The best video game movie. Yes. There is. I love I love to hear that because that's what I felt last night. Like yeah. I, I went to bed with a smile on my face <laughs> where I was like, I enjoyed that way more than I should have. It, is, it is truly a guilty pleasure. I'm more of an alone in the dark type guy. <laughs> <laughs> the Tara Reid movie where she wears glasses. Yes. There's a Batman statue out here, which is crazy, which I don't remember ever getting unveiled. <laughs> they didn't invite us to the ribbon cutting ceremony. We we are in Burbank. There is a Batman statue, and we're about to climb those sacred steps and enter those hallowed halls and what are you guys feeling right now it's been so fucking long i'm gonna cry I, yeah. i'm, gonna, I'm cry. gonna cry yeah my I, soul is prepared to die is yours dr jones <laughs> i haven't even been in burbank proper in over a year and this this used to be our playground yeah. you know yeah. our pride and joy <laughs> i uh, mean and we're back baby uh, we're, we're back. back man on a uh, discount night discount night Tuesday discount oh, night. Oh, it's discount night. Oh, I didn't even this is, think of this that. is gonna be special. I'm on 30 oh. milligrams of THC gummies. I'm gonna eat 10 it's more all, before I get in there. Are there any oh, MacGuffin so specials? Is there like oh, a oh, like a Mortal Kombat Mai Tai? Get Scorpion, get over here. Yeah. Like yeah, <laughs> Kalua Combat. Or uh, my eyes are getting misty, guys. I'm Blue Hawaiian Sub Zero. <laughs> Finish it. Oh my God. Lodge Master is gonna be looking right at me because he knows I haven't cried in a 
movie theater <laughs> since Return of the Jedi. Oh my god! So is our COVID absence gonna do it? Oh we'll, man, we'll we're, find out. I think we're, we beat COVID, right? We're, we beat we're, it. We're in, the, we're in the Dolby Atmos, so we're gonna be feeling oh, the, Dolby, the, best the soundtrack oh. and the sound design. Now it's let's be coursing through our our body, our central nervous systems. Let's be sure that this time, unlike last time, the seating arrangement is actually <laughs> as is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, we that gotta get in there early. Point. We gotta go now. We gotta we're wrap it up. Go now. We gotta go. You guys, I'm telling you, this movie could just be Casper Van Dien reading the phone book, <laughs> and the company we're keeping is so good, and I'm so fucking happy. It doesn't even matter. <sighs> I might have to give it four posts no matter what. Seriously, Mr. Van Dien, here's your phone book. <laughs> while we're while we're misty eyed, uh, I would like to give a moment oh. of silence to the ArcLight Hollywood, to ArcLight in general, and to Pacific Theaters. Moment of silence, please. Moment of silence. Awesome theaters, guys. Amen. But we have the AMC Burbank. AMC to the moon, guys. AMC to the moon. To the moon. Let's go, boys. Let's do this. I would like to omit the Arclight Culver City from the moment of silence. (laughs) (laughs) Theater sucked. (laughs) All right, let's do this, boys. Love and light. Guess who just got back today? Them wild eyed boys that had been away. Haven't changed, had much to say. But man, I still think them cats are crazy They were asking if you were around How you was, where you could be found I told them you were living downtown Driving all the old men crazy It's good to be back. Back in action, guys. We did it. Mortal Lodgecast. We went, we went to the fucking theater. <laughs> oh, did we? Yeah. That shit was tight. <laughs> so tight. So tight. Uh, before we get into it. Fishy. What's that shot? From Rotten Tomatoes in Mortal Kombat, MMA fighter Cole Young, accustomed to taking a beating for money, is unaware of his heritage or why Outworld's Emperor Shang Tsung has sent his best warrior Sub-Zero, an otherworldly cryomancer, to hunt... Stay with me. To hunt Cole down. <laughs> Fearing for his family's safety, Cole goes in search of Sonya Blade at the direction of Jax, a special force, forces major who bears the same strange dragon marking Cole was born with. Soon, <laughs> I'm only halfway there. Soon, <laughs> soon he finds himself in the oh. temple of Lord Raiden, an yeah. elder and the protector of Earthrealm who grants sanctuary to those who bear the mark. Here, Cole trains with experienced warriors, Luke Kang, Kung Lao, and rogue mercenary, Kano, as he prepares to stand with Earth's greatest champions against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. But will Cole be pushed hard enough to unlock his arcana? 
Is that what you said? Sure. The immense power from within his soul in time to save not only his family, but to stop Outworld once and for all, question mark? That, now, all, that all happened? Now, Anthony, Anthony. Hi. As our LodgeCast resident cryomancer, how did you do following this plot and that schnapps? Like, how are you doing? So you're telling me that I could have seen that at home. You're telling me that I could have sat at home on my couch and, and when had almost the exact same experience. Hey, no, 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 not no. a chance. We <sighs> saw this in the Dolby Atmos Theater. It was loud. It was yes, proud. The projectors. Surround so sound. Yeah. Now, let's take people through the process of going back to the theater here. Everything was the same. We checked in with our A-list. It was smooth as silk, feeling like a million bucks. I got a free popcorn and soda that was already in my app from my birthday from last year that I was not able to use. And everything was cool, but then it was time to get the drinks at the at the mixing station. Mm-hmm. And you can't you can't mix your own no more. Now we saw an ad for touchless drink machines, which <laughs> You use your app to like get the drink machine Holy to go. Holy shit! Didn't you? but I but that was an AMC, but that was not working. That was today. not happening. Yeah, Touchless yeah. is you tell a dude to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had literal dude with gloves, soda jerks working. <laughs> There's two lines: a line to buy your soda, and then a line to fill your soda up. And to it's me, Kafka S. Yeah, it really was like it's a, like red a line. third line that you have to stand in to drink it. You know, like they don't give you the the straw or permission. And to me, it was a little invasive. Line. Like when you go to the doctor's office or the or the cannabis pharmacy, there's supposed to be an air of like privacy. And like, what if I want to mix Mr. Pib with like lemonade? I have to say that out loud now in front of a bunch of other freaks. You know, <laughs> you gotta look another human being in the eye. <laughs> I want vanilla root beer, and don't tell me you're out of it. I want a keg of beer. Yeah, I did notice, <laughs> LT. I noticed you got that vanilla root beer, and oh, I was like, hell yeah, so sweet, strong excuse, choice. Excuse me, sir. Can you put a little cherry in? Just a little, <laughs> just, a little. just a splash. <laughs> so we got locked. We got loaded. We sat down and ooh, it felt so right. We watched a newbie with Maria Menounos for a split second. Oh, Bishki missed his Menounos. Mm, I just walked into the theater. <laughs> Menounos was like a hundred feet tall, and I was just oh. like, "Oh, I missed you." She said, "Welcome home, Bishki." Yeah. She whispered it. I heard her. Just kicking your your seat back. Oh. It yeah. felt so right. And yeah. the trailers, we got a quiet place too, so it felt like we didn't, we never, so it felt <laughs> oh, like we man. never left. That was yeah, the Twilight Zone shit. It's like the time F- froze. The F9 trailer I remember seeing in oh, January. We never right? missed a I'm beat. like, oh yeah. my God, what is happening? We never missed a beat. It's surreal. So the movie begins, and I'm a little worried. I'm like, this isn't silly enough. It's like they're mm-hmm. trying to do like a gritty reboot of My Little Pony or something. It's mm-hmm. like some things are just silly why aren't you allowing yourself to be silly mm-hmm. it's like it's trying to it's going for an oscar or something it at did the not have the the pace the same pace as the og 95 movie because i just watched it last night so watching the cold open of this i was like they better throw the title up pretty soon here i mean we're we're forgetting what we're watching it's like, like you, 10 minutes you, in you before we slap see... me with the title guys and then like the title never came and i was like fuck are they not gonna slap a title on this and, then, like, <laughs> <laughs> and when the title does come it's really reserved and like it's classic like, it's like robin williams what dreams may come yes yes <laughs> it was what dreams may come all the way up until kano arrives but so <laughs> let's talk, we need to rewatch that let's talk about the characters that are represented from the video 
video games. Characters? We listen, Anthony. <laughs> There's such a rich history with these with these characters through the video games. And, you know, it kind of assumes you know some of it, but we got Jax. We got Sonya Blade. We got Liu Kang. We got Kung Lao. We got Raiden. We got Sub Zero. Sub Zero. We got Scorpion. We got eventually <laughs> and we got a bunch of others we got goro we got cabal Ra- raiden raiden uh, and two ringers who you know are going to die <laughs> ruthlessly right like you can definitely tell this this movie's got sequels on the brain but you who, know but who was our lead cole young that's what, a good question is he a character he sounded just, just like tom cruise no he's, <laughs> he's a new dude for the movie and he's oh, okay. a descendant of scorpion yeah so like we yeah, what the fuck you know like who is <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was going to become scorpion I, that's what i was waiting for yeah why are we following Same. this guy he can't you also get that and he's thing, a lightweight that thing like in musicals where the acting is so bad but then you're like oh yeah they got to be able to act and sing and dance mm-hmm. you know we got people that need to act ish but mainly fight yeah, they're more of like a double threat, maybe a maybe. single threat, but <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we're definitely not hitting threes in this. So this this brings up my major issue right off the bat, which is if you're going to tout these folks as fighters, why are you cutting every 10 frames? Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. I thought yeah. we were done with that. I thought especially American directors watched some legit asian cinema were like oh shit we don't have to cut every right. 20 frames especially after scene? after watching uh revisiting rumble in the bronx again after after many decades yeah like there's no comparison it's like the editing is doing the fighting in this mm-hmm. which is pretty boring aside from some of the like really brava splashes of gore mixed in with the fighting I didn't connect with the fighting at all. Yeah, it was retrograde. I felt like, wow, they're really throwing it back, like yeah. way back. I was drifting off a few times. Because, yeah, yeah, it definitely, the cutting was so frenetic. It's like, I can't really tell what's happening, and it's all CG anyway. And I will say this. The theater was not properly, crisply air-conditioned. So when you are in that scenario, when you're leaning your seat back, I felt a very close kinship to the sleepyhead Lucas of yore. I, my <laughs> eyes were rolling back in my head a little bit during, during the fights. And then they, you know, I would snap back to action. I would be readjusting and like, yeah. I would have to like, uh, yeah, like stretch or yawn or, or do something. Cause I would zone out too. And like, we're all wearing our masks. You're supposed to wear your mask in the theater. If you're not eating or drinking, which is kind of funny. Like, if, like you're Sub-Zero. Eating, if you're eating and drinking. <laughs> yeah. So everybody's basically cosplaying Sub-Zero. I felt like we were at like some sort of, you know, Comic-Con fan event. But it also <laughs> that adds to the heat just circulating around your face and you just, oh, it's so comfortable. And you just you just lean back and you yeah, start to drift I, I off. Felt, I felt that danger for me as well. I, <laughs> I the only thing that really kept me awake from start to finish was that I, I, I drank a yard of beer at the yard house before we went in. Yeah, Lucas, and, you're, you're back to your delicate alchemy and, of 40 milligrams of but, gummies plus a yard of beer, I, and you were awake. <laughs> I, I kept Amazing. looking. But I went I went to the bathroom before showtime, and what was funny is I like went out a different way. I came in in the theater, and I think I was in the like employee section because it was like empty. It was like the seven and a half floor, and it was like 
you're backstage, like quite on the set. And I was like, am I like, and then there were people walking past me. And I think because I was dressed in like a black yeah. velvet jacket, they thought it was like a manager. That gets you in any door. And I went into like an employee restroom, which was like a single use, like just a toilet and a sink, like nobody wow. else around. Executive. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think I should be here. I belong mm. here. And I hope they don't revoke my A-list me membership. Show me intruder that. alert. Um, intruder alert. I think but, you, you teleported into AMC Outworld. But like as soon as I, like the movie started, I suddenly had to go pee again. And I was oh, like, no. you know what? I'm, I'm, in, I'm here for this. You're in. I, I don't want to get up. I want to, I want to experience every minute of this. Proud of you. Cause I'm glad to be here. Like, I'm oh, just, I'm so I'm proud just of you. glad we're here on a Tuesday night, Tuesday discount night. Discount and night. And it was warm. It was room temperature, but the crowd heated it up too. The crowd was, was working <laughs> overtime. The crowd was having a great time. Yeah. I mean, the first hour, the, <laughs> the, the mortal, the mortal combat did not ensue as much as it should have <laughs> and the fatalities were minimal they were skimping on the fatalities and then kano shows up and it turns into a comedy song. Yep. Oh. no you guys are mad about oh. that i don't you know guys. what i am about it you no. guys are mad I mean, about I, that I mean, look, look, kano here's what i will move. say about that when you when you're stuck with a toxic character like it's it's just not it's just it's the difference between like fun and obnoxious. The fuck are you talking about? I, he's, no, he's bringing I, back. I'm he's, with Brother he, LT on this. He's Luka. bringing back his crocodile Dundee have critique. Have you been to Australia? That's, That's how exactly all those dudes are. It's exactly how they they <laughs> act. Master, he hates Australia. Australia. We <laughs> witnessed it firsthand. It's a bunch of goddamn canos. Anna <laughs> <laughs> <Anna> rules. <laughs> Yeah, when Kano showed up and he was cracking wise, I was like, thank Christ, this is getting silly. Uh, true. It was so but... straight-faced until Kano shows up. And granted, the script needed like three more passes on him, but at least he was trying. But I thought I, I mean, at a certain point, it was like the Kano show. Like, we weren't watching Mortal yeah. Kombat. It was like Kano Town. Like, you yeah. know, like, Kano Combat. He does take it. <laughs> it was so overpowering that by the time Scorpion showed up, I was like, oh, okay. Like, I forgot. They had like a rivalry, I guess. Like, yeah, it does become the Kano show. But that just goes to show if. They had allowed themselves to spread out the silliness a little bit, or the winkingness, or the fun, right? Yeah, like he did bring some levity, definitely. But at that point, I it just felt very forced. Both he, yeah. his entire thing, and it was just kind of like being around a drunk guy at a party when you're the only sober one there. Yeah, and you're like, okay, tell me another uh, problematic <laughs> joke, and <laughs> and that's just yeah. Uh, Kano. Kano. And beating up on Sonya Blade. Sonya Blade really reminded me of Rachel McAdams. She really? Like, yeah. She yeah, sounded yeah. like Hillary Swank. <laughs> and, yeah. and with Jinx or Jax, and there was like some dollar baby vibes uh, where uh, he had no arms. Like that was Ronald Reagan and These are King's all characters Row. in the game? Where's the rest of them? They are all characters in the game. Yeah. Sure. Everybody but the main character. Oh, is, good. Is a character in the game. That's why I was because they were holding out for the real Jean Claude Van Damme, and they he was like, "Maybe I'll do the sequel." <laughs> the the Jax scenario where Jax faces off against Sub Zero. Everybody who plays the game knows Jax loses his arms. Totally, but <laughs> it was still a shock to the audience when Sub Zero froze his arms and just fucking cracked him off. Like this is an R rated movie. They do not hold back on the gore and, and the viscera. Yeah. And I was pleased about that. I'm like, at least please give us these gory moments so everybody can just like recoil in horror. 
and the arm rips were really done well, I thought. And then following his progress as the Shaolin monks give him arms that are a little too small for him, and then he finds his courage or his his whatever, his superpower, and they just grow bigger. Like, that's that's a pretty funny aspect of this movie. Like, everybody has to find their special purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, Kano, they're happy thought. Kano realizes that when he gets really mad, he shoots lasers out of his eyes. Nothing sexual about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, it's we got to round up all these fighters, all these warriors, all these champions. And then they go to this temple, and this whole second half of the movie seems like it's in they're they're training in this like little sand pit area. It does tend to drag on a bit, I thought. Yeah, I mean, I think they were saving too much for the sequel. For right. Sure. I mean, mm-hmm. or they just ran into some budget limitations. So they're like, well, fuck it. We got to be in a sand pit for a half hour. <laughs> we, we blew all our money trying to make an Oscar worthy intro to the right. movie. And uh, we just got to, we just got to burn through 20 pages here real quick. That's exactly what it felt like. I don't know. Once the, once the mortal combat started and the fatality started, my brain just turned off and I just kind of like, I'm just kind of like I'm. Ba- we're back, man. We're back in movie theaters, man. I'm just, <laughs> I was just bathing in the stupidity, and I was just like, yeah. You were you were feeling it. I was feeling. it. I was wondering what was going on over there because I couldn't see what what you and Andy were up to, but uh, <laughs> and I didn't hear any. We were, we were laughing quite a bit. I didn't yeah. hear any audible sighs, but now I am. What I what I did appreciate about it. Uh, I think this kind of goes back to Brother Justin's comment about the the budget restraints was that I didn't know, aside from the from the gentleman who played the main villain, I didn't know any of those actors at all. Right. So no. I liked that, uh, like that there were no names involved. It really kind of lent itself to the B quality aspect of it. Um, and that made it more fun because I think if I had at least been familiar with anyone, you know, any, sure. any of the work that anyone had done, I just would have probably enjoyed it less. But not that I could enjoy it much more or less, or much less more. Um, well, that's kind of like the original too. Right, it's like right. it's like Christopher Lambert was the head honcho in that one, and he's not good in it either. He's, but, oh no, he's but, not. Like, but it's so mind-boggling bad. Like it works. It's somehow. so funny. It's you so funny. You are not ready for it, world. <laughs> yeah. So Anthony was struggling. Bisky was having a good time. Lucas was. Staying awake as best I was he shifting. Could. I was shifting. I definitely <laughs> was shifting. I put my seat back. Like I waited a good thirty or forty minutes before I reclined because yep. I was like, "Man, these gummies <laughs> are kicking in." And I'm yep. at certain parts when the fights were getting blurry. Like my eyes were just kind of closing a little, you know, just because it was overwhelming. And I couldn't sit in judgment either because mine were my eyes were rolling over to you <laughs> and then rolling back up to the ceiling. And it felt like the score was doing some heavy lifting too, which I also felt felt was retrograde. Where I was like, "Damn, they were throwing everything at this to make it like." You know, badass, but it, it was somehow not. It was just like belabored. I was a little disappointed that it was orchestral. I, re- I was very disappointed. Really, really wanted techno, and not until the credits roll do we get a dubstep techno version of the song we were all waiting for. I mean, yeah. come on, it's yeah, it such an easy layup. Yeah, it's, this is another movie. I think the comparison that comes to mind is the Halloween re whatever that fuck that was. <laughs> With the remix with the with the <laughs> kitchen center island that I got so pissed at, <laughs> but it's like with these movies when you bring a franchise back, 
you need to design the opening to make people go ape shit. Yeah. yeah. Why would right. you not do that? Why would you be reserved at all? You want to blast the audience with that dragon emblem, with the techno, yeah. get them pumped up. Don't just hit you, me with a sad you, pan flute. You want to see a spinal cord get ripped out. Like, yes! You want yeah. the predator, it's like, It's an easy layup cord. that they it's just missed. And he throws it at the camera, and there's blood on the lens, and yes! it's like Mortal Kombat. Yes! You know? And it's not like electronic music has gone out of style. It's no! Like, it's like throw in dubstep, throw oh, in, you know. Throw it house, all in. Throw everything at it, you know? Throw it all in. Now, Brother Justin, what say you about the little nods to the fan service of the video game players. Cause there were, they were subtle with some of them. There were catchphrases. I remember the catchphrases. Were you satisfied or what do you, what do you, what did you think about how that was handled? Well, I think I haven't played the last three. You really got to keep that stuff to a minimum because <laughs> the story of mortal Kombat is ludicrous right. at this point. They've like reset the timeline twice now because it gets so convoluted and weird where there's time travel. <laughs> wow. <Dude>. Fatality. <laughs> that was supposed to happen at the punchline. <laughs> so it's convoluted and strange, and there's time travel, and people are interacting with their children, but before they had children. Right. And Johnny Cage went from being like Jean-Claude Van Damme to some like mega douche mm. and then they like wanted to roll that back so they made him like an army general who was oh, wow. like trying to be respectable it's like if you tried to make that into a movie you would fall so flat on your face it would be embarrassing because it's so just it's a soap opera <laughs> that nobody on planet earth would want to watch right so, so it's, it's good that they they streamlined all of that. Keep it simple. I mean, I would say it was definitely a choice to have no tournament. Right. Yeah. That what the fuck was that? Bizarre. Yeah. What the fuck was that? Right. They like keep it, talking about a tournament and then it's just they're they're messing around in that sand pit. There's a brief montage where they all want to fight one on one. They're like, we have to separate them out. And then it kind of gets like the video game where, you know, they're in a couple familiar locations it almost goes like side view fighting game style yeah but oh, they came so close with jacks and that rando dude who you knew was was gonna die they're on that bridge they're on the bridge and he doesn't punch him off of the bridge what the fuck was that bro bro give me what layup. i want <laughs> it's a layup there's spikes nobody's, down there nobody's guarding you we know there's Dunk the ball we know there's spikes down there why didn't he punch him into those spikes they could have done some kind of friendship thing. They could have said babality in there somewhere. You know, they 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 could have pushed it a little harder, I think. Just just on the basic catchphrase front. There was a miscalculation cuz when we were talking about our history with the franchise, we were telling stories about how we were buying them when we were 13. Yeah. And so somebody out there was like, "Well, those guys are now 40." And they've grown up. They've matured. Ugh, no, we and have I not. I can tell you for a fact, we have not. <laughs> not one inch. Nope. So what the fuck are they? What are they feeding us here? But there were glimmers of service to us. And I did appreciate the glimmers that I saw when my eyes weren't rolling around half asleep. So 
what do we think about Johnny Cage missing in action during all this until the very end? Disappointed. Because <laughs> there's not going to be a sequel. There's not going to be a sequel. You don't think so? I'll bet money on it. How much? Uh, 20 bucks. $20. Oh, there you, go. <laughs> you just lost $20. There's, I'll yeah, take that. Action. I want in on that. Okay. I bet you all 20 bucks. But yeah, I was looking for him in the beginning, but then I just figured uh, he was just not part of this franchise do you think it's going to be nicholas cage with like some <laughs> cg no like buttressing to make him a little i mean i more can't spry i can't stress this enough if you want a game accurate johnny cage you don't you don't, you don't want that. it is for the best that that guy was not in the movie well maybe that maybe that's just that guy's old... army hammer oh, oh um, <laughs> well oh. <laughs> all right well does anybody have any other hot takes about this plot or this film or anything about it um but no yeah going back to what brother justin said he's right because like how they're catering it to our middle-aged demographic is is the lead guy has like a wife and daughter that figure yeah. into the oh, plot man. and it is yeah. like man. such a brief like like character sketch of each it's like so bad doesn't quite work but and they I'm all like, take on goro <laughs> <laughs> but i'm like man i appreciate it i guess but damn like uh they're preying off those family men out there watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of dads our age going, I would fucking fight Goro. I'd, I'd take Goro down immediately. <laughs> We're going to islands after this. Get cheese fries, fam. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to them Mortal Kombat bones. Finish him. start with on this one i guess brother bishke welcome back bishke what do you say it's good to be back in the edge good to be back in burbank <laughs> at the amc 16 mm. walked up to the wrong edge just for the record we, we did we, <laughs> oh, we tried we tried to get into the wrong car yeah. whoops that's how uh, excited we were we were amped yes good to be back at the art house good to be back uh in the dolby atmos theater yeah i was i was hoping for silly yeah because there's nothing else you can do with this stuff <laughs> Uh, and the first hour, I was not silly enough. I was mm -mm. taking it way too seriously. But once the fighting started and it started intercutting and everyone was jumping through space and it just got, just got, just, just silly, stupid. Like, yeah. and I was laughing quite a bit. And, uh, I mean, you know, in any real world at home scenario, I probably wouldn't have, you know, probably give about one and a half bones. Sure. But, but I'm for the first time back. AMC bump. One theatrical bump, one bone, two and a half bones. Whoa! I'm gonna give this. Wow. Whoa! I just was so glad to be back and I'm so happy wow. to be here. I mean, that's that's just a one time thing. I'm never gonna do it sure. again. Well, we'll I see will, about that. Oh never I I just am so glad to be back in theaters and I left smiling that's a full bone bump yeah now, quarantine bump was, it was traditionally only, a half bump. it was only a half this one is just <laughs> yeah i just i'm so overjoyed all right that's i mean that's love and light right yeah. there all right brother Anthony. i'm curious i'm curious look in your heart look in your soul uh i'm not even sure that i have both those things but um <laughs> shang sung sucked your soul out <laughs> i enjoyed my hot dog it was good to have yes, an AMC you got, hot, you dog. Had a hot dog. I did. I haven't had one of those uh, in a long time. I'm wondering when someone's going to spring for a Bavarian legend again. Return oh, to the legendary stage. <laughs> those, those aren't for a long expensive. one. 
yeah, like I said, I was drifting off early on. Sure. Um, the fight choreography was really hampered by the you know, incessant editing. Um, yeah. having again, not played the game really, maybe a couple times and not really being familiar. Uh, I'm going to go one bone, one bone for one brother. Bone. That's not bad. That's not bad. Cause yeah. you're, you're pretty, you're pretty anti mortal Kombat 2021. So. <laughs> I certainly am. Let it be known. No, I mean, you know, like, I think, you know, I keep coming back to, I think we all do is that the lack of levity and, and humor and just light you know and, yeah. and played it so straight-faced and so dark like literally dark at times where <laughs> you know is there any color in this world you know being that it comes from a video game and, yeah yeah and i think because of that a lot of the fatalities were you know kind of uh, obstructed by that i really didn't get the whole sense of gore because it was cgi and then hidden behind these you know shadows essentially and the yeah. very excellent mr kano did not charm your pants off which one was that uh i mean he was <laughs> like the brian brown looking guy the with Australian. Beard. again which one oh right him okay got it he wasn't mr freeze with or, the knife or whoever the other guy is. no got it, it was nighttime in every scene it right was. yeah right. the entire yeah. time it had that cheap Zack snyder monochromatic look yeah. yeah we got a bone from brother andy brother justin lay it out for us take us to at world well here's the thing as a person who plays a lot of video games and then watches movies based on video games, yeah. I know they're not good. <laughs> None of them are good. That's the first step. They, they never have been. So it's kind of like when you see people walking out of a Godzilla movie and they're like, that wasn't very good. I'm like, it's like, no shit. <laughs> the last four weren't good. Why did you, what would, what did you think was going to happen? Here? Yeah. It was a little trying to be in two worlds, mm. to use the Mortal Kombat terminology. Straddling two, two realms. realms. <laughs> uh, you know, it was toying with respectability, which I thought was a mistake, but yes. it was still kind of pulling it off, even though it needed that amped intro, like you said. Yes. There was a scene early on where Sub-Zero was trying to get Cole and his family, and he's like, he first kind of makes it snow, just to let you know mm -hmm. he's around even though no one knew who the fuck he was. So that didn't, <laughs> that didn't really land, but it was, the atmosphere was nice. And then he just starts like making, you know, ice shards fly at everyone. Yeah, he does. Uh, and that's where the movie hits us with the most outlandish, unrealistic moment, which is when Jax tells Cole, Get in my SUV. Your family will be safe in Gary, Indiana. And I'm like, you took me right out of the movie. The, Gary, Indiana is more dangerous than Outworld, the, for sure. The sorcerer and the cryomancer, I totally buy. Take your family to Gary, Indiana is not something another human being says. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it needed to be more fun. And the editing was atrocious. There were yeah, moments that should have been funny and did not land at all because it was bad. just cut to shreds. That said, uh, we're giving it a hard time, but I had fun throughout. Yeah. Um, I'm going two and a half bones as two well. Two and yeah. a half. Yeah. You got your two and a half brothers here. All right, Brother Lucas, from what you remember. Uh, what more can be said that hasn't already been said? <laughs> um, I think we're we're rounding the bases pretty vigorously, pumping <laughs> our fists in the air <laughs> as the uh, sparks and electricity fly down from the scoreboard. Take uh, it home. Home run and smash through like the natural. Um, oh, you mean like Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I wish the movie just was better paced, you know? Like, yeah. 
Because when you know what it is and what it's about, like this tournament, like you don't really need anything. It's just you just need fight scenes. And yeah. that's what the 95 version was so great is it just starts with a bang and there's just fight after fight after fight after fight. And it's all just gravy and fun and it moves like you never have a time to stop and think about anything. Right. That's important. But in this, yeah, it definitely felt like there was like a scene where they're all having breakfast or dinner together. And it was like <laughs> some, some scene out of the matrix from the Nebuchadnezzar, you know, talking. And I was just like, Oh, let's just get back to the fighting. It's not what we need. But then again, I appreciated the violence of it. I was like, they got half of it right in the sense that like, if they're going to do one in 2021, like we've got to have gore yes, and violence. Do. And so when the violence does hit, you're kind of like surprised in a good way because you're like, oh, yeah, this could be great. You know, um, there's no salad dragon, but there is a fire dragon. There is a fire <laughs> dragon, which to me was like the unofficial salad dragon. But you're right. There wasn't really any unlicensed, salad. unofficial. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to give this two bones because like people in yes. that, that crowd were really cheering, you know, certain yeah. fatalities and kills. And I was I was I was glad that they were. Two Lucas, love, you're already getting love. pumped full of love and light. The world's coming back. Everybody, everybody's loving it. You are in bloom, sir. All right, two bones. You know the sound design in the Dolby Theater was great. It was, yeah, it was crisp. It was so crisp, so crisp that when they get to Raiden's room, <laughs> that's so Raiden. But when they get to his room, there's some sort of like a Tesla coil sound effect, like going around and around. For some reason, it struck me as snoring. I, I had the exact yeah, same right? reaction. I thought somebody behind me was snoring. I thought Bishki was oh, snoring. Oh, yeah. I looked at that. That's right. I looked at that. Someone was snoring, too. It, it wasn't was, me actually snoring. Was uh, it? No, no. no. <laughs> I totally remember that. And I was like, what the fuck is that sound? I cannot I was, be I was about us. to yell at that dude. And then the scene <laughs> cut and it stopped. And I was like, that was Dolby. I think it was. I think <laughs> that was the power of Dolby. <laughs> no, because, yeah, in the opening, there's a crying baby. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I thought the same fucking thing. Kidding yeah. Me. Yes. Yeah. Fucking kidding me. I was ready to fight that <laughs> yeah. baby. But then it was, was, it, then it was, was in the movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the power of Dolby, folks. Go find your local Dolby, Dolby theater. Get ready to fight a baby just like we were. You smell the sound. Like it just smells like a hot dog. You can smell it. And that's you know, my hot dog. <laughs> there's something to be said about the experience in the theater. Like this is on HBO Go right now. Max. And Max. Go got phased out. This is the HBO <laughs> Max. Go, go went. Go went. Max is now. And I'm so glad we didn't see it that way. Like, that's oh, just, that's man. Just, yeah. These movies are meant to be seen in the theater. I will see fucking anything in this theater with you boys. God. And I'm so happy to be back. This is, I mean, fuck. It's a, it is a one and a half bone movie. But I'm going to bump it up to two because I'm feeling it. I'm feeling the love and light. I'm feeling happy about just being back and we'll see what happens with the sequel that definitely will be made at some point in yeah. some form, yeah. even if it's a YouTube red release or something. <laughs> That's Mortal Kombat 2021. MK2021. <laughs> movie Lodge Night. What a crazy movie to come back to. Like never in my wildest dreams. Yeah. But I think this would be the it. way back was the way out. <laughs> Mortal Kombat was the way back in those two realms. Yeah. We should put those two movies together. Like, like Sub-Zero's <laughs> got a drinking problem or something. <laughs> the ultimate mashup. I love they it. They play basketball. Right. Well, Brother Anthony, Brother Justin, thank you so much for joining us on our grand return episode. Thank you. So glad to be back. Burbank Outer World. Yes. Thank you, Anthony. Oh, no, it's my so pleasure. good. It's so good. Love you guys. Yeah. I will hit continue on this lodge day. Let's. Yeah. 
continue. Thank you, Justin, for your expertise. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We'll see you at the movies. Love and light, y'all. Love and light. Love and light. This is Brother Lucas's BFF. I watch Mortal Kombat. Well, what can I say? I guess fan service in 2021, according to Warner Brothers, is having an entire scene dedicated to a leg-sweeping meme from the game, and meanwhile having Goro's big fight take place in a fucking barn. Well, that's not great. But do they cast talented martial artists and stunt people? Kind of? Okay, but do they hire a director who has experience with fight choreography? No, just some random commercial director. So basically what you get then is a lot of CG blood and disorientating editing that takes away from martial artists who went to the trouble of casting. There is no love, there is no light. This is a wolf. Woof, woof, woof. <laughs>